Hello, and welcome to Crapflix and Chill, the twig and giggleberries of the film podcasting world. My name is Joe Thompson, and I'm joined by one hung son of a gun, Jamie Valentine. How you doing, Jamie? Pew pew! Pew pew Damn, pew! that is a complimentary intro. So. Actual compliment may not have been validated. Um, oh, and swing and miss. <laughs> yeah. Easy come, easy go. So, so uh, what is Craplix and Chill? I hear you scream. We are a film podcast where Jamie and I roughly watch the first hour of some absolute trash movies on Netflix and other platforms, uh, talking utter bollocks the whole way through and rating the attractiveness of the cast whilst wildly guessing at the ending. If this sounds like something that you'd like to experience in real time with us, then cue up the movie and listen out for that party horn in a bit, signalling the start of the film. Uh, Otherwise, you can simply listen along, uh, and as with most other audio podcasts, and hey, come on this terrible journey with us and ruin your faith in cinema forever, because that, my friends, is the ridiculous Crapflix and Chill guarantee. So Jamie... Yes, it is! (laughs) So Jamie, what shit film do you have for us tonight? Well, Joe, uh, as as uh, mentioned in a, a a previous a previous podcast, uh, I couldn't actually uh, dig out the specific moments. It was such a throwaway line, uh, but you made made reference to the um, the the Five Nights at Freddy mo- um, Five Nights at Freddy uh, video game franchise, and uh, casually brushed aside, being like, "Oh, if they turn this into a movie, it'd just be uh, a a few jump, crappy jump scares, and that's that." Uh, well, Joe. Tonight, we are going to be watching no, 2021. Not. That is right, 2021. Bang up to date. Willy's Wonderland. What on earth? I've never heard of it. I'm excited. Brilliant. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read read the blurb horny. in a no, kind of like a movie, a movie trailer kind of oh, voice. Stranded in a remote town with a car that won't work and no way to pay the repair shop. The janitor, brackets Nicholas Cage, spends the night in an abandoned theme park full of animatronic characters that hold a dark Oh my god. Do you need a strap cell? <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, yeah, that, that, that holds a dark secret. So yeah, so this is uh, just to throw just to throw a, d- a disclaimer out there. Uh, for anyone who, who doesn't know the movie, this isn't actually a Five Nights at Freddy movie. Uh, that is actually uh, in the works or maybe cancelled, who knows, um, by Warner Brothers. And that's the, the official Scott Cawthon one, who's the creator of the game. This is purely a dumb, stupid Nicolas Cage film that is unbe- like unbelievably similar in concept, tone and everything. Uh, all but the Five Nights at Freddy's name, but um, <laughs> it, you know, look, it's been made. I think it looks like a a pretty unofficial Five Nights at Freddy's. It looks dumb as hell, and we all know that Nicolas Cage is so unbelievably hit and miss these days with some of his films. Uh, been in some absolute gens and uh, been in some absolute schlocky bollocks. So and hopefully, this is he the fits into our new recent theory that he's the type of actor that should know better. <laughs> so I can't wait yes. to see this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but this is this is a Nicolas Cage vehicle. So I thought. Have you seen this before? Five Nights at Freddy's concept. I've not known. Holy shit! I'm excited. Brand new. This is going to be great. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Play. Play. Ooh, 
Yeah, so I've just tried Biofreeze for the first time, and um, you know, I'll live uh, record my experience. <laughs> your live, your live tweet podcast. How it's uh, how it's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like so is that one of those just like numbing spray agents to kind of help reduce swelling and? Yeah, it's a gel. It's just pain, oh, I'm or... in so much pain, and I know pain is like one of those things that's so boring to speak about because unless you literally have the exact same pain at the same time, there is no. You can't really It's a hard thing to give reference to. Yeah. Uh, and f- for those who don't know, uh, listening, um, Joe's Joe's hurt his foot today by running around kicking small children at a playground. Yeah, wouldn't you? Um, Let's be real. Come on. I mean, it was my idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so that is that is the need. But um, some say comeuppance. I say fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, don't go saying that too loudly in playgrounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I actually tripped up being chased away by the police. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's what he did. Uh, so, yeah, so this is, again, disclaimer, not a Five Nights at Freddy's film, but, you know, a bunch of creepy killer animatronics in a Chuck E. Cheese style um, uh, whatever food emporium is pretty much on the nose. Like, there's maybe like a more deeply rooted law that comes with Five Nights at Freddy's now, and that's because it's got like over four or five video games and spin-off video games. It's got like five books now, and it's got a really like dedicated fan base, um, which has kind of helped it grow. But I think what this film does is it just takes all of that, <laughs> all of that slippery floor. <laughs> Uh, it just takes all of that extra law and kind of complicatedness and just boils it down to the core thing of what would happen if you were stuck in a creepy environment with a bunch of killer robots. Animatronics, sorry. Animatronics. And that's hopefully what Willy's Wonderland is. She's just smiling, looking at herself in the mirror in the way that you would. As a creepy girl looks on. Oh, don't kill her off camera. Hey! <laughs> I really like the look of the uh, the blood effects in this. Yeah, that doesn't look like ketchup squeezed at all, does it? It looks fine. It'll be very interesting. Um, what is this font? What is this title about. font? <laughs> it's like retro video game. Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. That's my Friday night, honey. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a very different type of club. <laughs> Although apparently the film was actually originally called Wally's Wonderland. What happens for movies like this? Like, what happens for their premiere? Does it happen? Do people actually go to one? Would Nicolas Cage go to a Willy's Wonderland premiere? Well, I get they Because this is a 2021, and this is still in a shitty pandemic world I think this was just straight to, straight to online yeesh so I don't know if you can have online premieres where everyone just watch it. it's all very weird it's like they did the online Golden Globes the other day and it's just all of them like sat in their front rooms with like green screens like pretending they're at an award ceremony that's so weird uh, but rad rad car old Nick Cage has here
Um, that would be so annoying. Can you imagine like driving over a spike like that? Well, the fact that those are like the whatever the police caltrop things that they stingers that they throw across the road. So someone's done that deliberately to be a dickhead to him. Yeah. Okay, I'm already going to enjoy the energy that Nicolas Cage is going to bring. Whenever Nicolas Cage is in something ridiculous, I, I like him more than when he tries to be serious. He go he goes full hog into Oh, he is full ham. Yeah. So, so hammy. <laughs> this is like drive angry Nick Cage. Exactly. Oh, that film, man. Um, you'll also be interested to, uh, to, to know... Uh, this is a, uh, a mostly silent role that Nick Cage plays in this as well. <laughs> Do you reckon he was like, I'm coming, I need a lot of money, and I don't want any lines? <laughs> well, apparently, apparently there's something about the fact he just always liked the idea of like a silent ho- horror protagonist. So he's he's going to have this like air of badass mystique about him as he literally says barely a few yeah, words or a grunt. Bunch of fun-loving kids stole the zigzag out of the back of the chair at the pickup a month ago. Guess you found it for. Them. <laughs> you know, so, what would you what would you say is your favorite uh, Nick Cage movie? Uh, either Kickass or Drive Angry. He's very good in Kickass. Drive Angry is just stuff. Have you seen Drive Angry? It's stupid. Yeah. Or um, him in. Um, Oh, one of the most memed things in the of the internet, the bees, not the bees. Um, yeah, my eyes. Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> Can't remember the rest of that film. I watched it in the cinema absolutely ages ago, but you never forget bees. Oh, she pretty. She very is she burning down Willy's Wonderland? No, you can't burn down the Willy. <laughs> Come on, we need to be making more innuendo jokes yeah, about yeah. this place. <laughs> get like, ah, oh, step away from, get your hands off Willy. Well, you could have got it done if you weren't sat there like silently looking at nothing. If you just went in and did it, but no, you, you had to make a big movie moment out of it, didn't you? <laughs> you had to look cool. This film's already done a little bit of that, you know, like the quick cut Edgar Wright thing with like getting ready in the, in the morning in Shaun of the Dead or, um, uh, you know, getting all suited up in um, Hot Fuzz as well, like bang, 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 like close up quick, um, quick edits. I think Edgar Wright just got offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I compared his, his his magnum opus of uh, of films to um, <laughs> to Willy's Wonderland. Yes, ma'am. Can I just say, first things first, the pacing on this film is awful. Well, what do you expect, Citizen Kane? Well, I think we, I think we both, we both know that basically when, when they get inside of of Whitley's, wait, she can't do that. She's just locking a kid up. You're a bitch. Oh, I love you too. 
God, flashbacks of childhood. Joke. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have any, like, punishments that no. okay, not being chained to a radiator with a bucket to shit in but like go on the naughty step or go to your room without dessert i don't even think i was night. ever sent to my room but if i was that's cool man all my stuff was in my room i wasn't bothered right like go to your room is like not punishment it's great in fact if anything i probably would have spent more time in my bedroom if if I didn't think it was rude to. My parents were quite big on the whole, like, be out, spend time with the family, be in the lounge, like, don't just sit on your own kind of vibe. So we didn't really get yeah. a lot of downtime. Hey, me time. Yeah. So I don't even think Whereas, that yeah, would be Send me to my room. Yeah, yeah. I get to play with all my Legos. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's kicking. I got, um, I got grounded once. What did you um, get grounded for? Uh, it was when I was... Sixteen, seventeen, maybe seventeen, uh, which is hilarious age to be grounded. Anyway, f first, first time ever. And seventeen, and you were grounded. Well, hang on, <laughs> mate. <laughs> let me let, let me put into context the actual. No, I've heard enough. <laughs> but basically, basically, I had I had some friends round, and like um, that was all fine, and we allowed to have a few drinks. But I myself got absolutely smashed on some vodka, which I completely misjudged the effect of it and basically was thinking it was like oh it'd be like beer and it really hit me i got completely legless and was like violently vomiting and basically one of my other mates had to send all my friends home and being like yeah we need he's he's in no fit state we all have um, that one time there don't we yeah so it was more i don't know more out of embarrassment or whatever it wasn't because i did anything massively wrong in terms of like big raving house party um, but basically I got grounded I was like okay fine whatever um, just carried on and then literally about a week later my mum was like what, what, why don't you have any of your friends round and I was like because well, you grounded me I was like but, but I like having your friends round and so I was like oh it's like that's not grounding <laughs> so that didn't last very long yeah. yeah I do think for a 16, 17 year old grounding it, that being, being stuck inside like in the house is enough like you don't need to limit it to the bedroom just having to be at home is enough I think like yeah. as soon as I turned into like a teenager I was like out as much as I possibly could well that was the thing like uh, we, we, we we were out and it was just like a like okay we'll go and spend the, the weekend at this person's house or at this person's house or whatever so you know part part of that punishment of like not going being able to do it it's kind of like okay that's annoying but then being like you can't then have it the reverse result but you could still have your friends over it's kind of like well that's what we did last time so <laughs> it's not yeah, yeah. you can still have your friends really over when you have some vodka <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> oh go uh, so basically what's just happened in the story here his his tire's been blown out by some kids messing with some police spikes um, gone to repair his, his car but they for some weird reason don't accept cards uh, so he can't pay for it but they're like oh if you become a janitor in this really creepy uh, uh, family restaurant establishment and clean it up um, we'll, we'll waive the fee and you can have your car back in the morning so this guy Tex basically owns uh, Willy's Wonderlands and is apparently reopening real soon. And all Nick Cage has to do is just spend a night here in this non-creepy place and just get it cleaned the fuck up. He also missed the memo on wearing a Stetson. Um, so there's that. A Stetson? A cowboy hat. Is that what they're called? Yeah. 
Look at you, Cowboy Joe. Oh, yeah, you are your Cowboy Joe. <laughs> it all makes sense You just now. caught yourself. Like, look at you, Cowboy Joe. <gasps> You're some sort of cowboy. You think I'd be called cowboy, cowboy Fucking Joe and not know what the name of the hat was? Jamie. Dude. Jamie, I do my research. Mad respect. Mad respect. <laughs> you know your shit. <laughs> Save your respect for someone not called Cowboy Joe. <laughs> See, this is why there are parts of America, like I'm not talking like your your New York to your LA's, um, more so like places in this, the Midwest or in your Texas uh, states where I, you, you do just want to be able to like walk around wearing a cowboy hat and big cowboy boots and just absolutely nobody bats an eyelid. Out over here, yeah. I mean, I fully think by the time you get to cowboy territory... This is probably the irony of it, really, for me being Cowboy Joe. I think, I just don't think Gareth and I would feel <laughs> comfortable <laughs> in Texas or anywhere in like the Midwest or anything. Oh, God, no. Uh, I yeah. just think they would hate us, like, just for being there. Yeah, pretty, fairly. Apparently, te- Texas and in particular Austin, Austin's massively changing because it had like a few a few creative kind of like industries and basically everyone's gone fuck LA uh LA's still well, locked down and people are getting on with their lives in Austin so loads of people are starting to migrate from California to um Austin yeah I think Austin is the slightly more cosmo-y place yeah the more liberal or yeah always good balanced of the the red states but you're right most of that area is pretty like Deep red, deep south. Would you take this nighttime job? Well, Nicolas Cage doesn't seem too fast. Is that how you base your life decisions of whether Nicolas Cage yeah. would do it? <laughs> yeah, people walk around with those what would Jesus do bracelets. I've got one that says what would Nick Cage do? WWNCD. That took way too long. Yeah. I've had a really long day of work. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I didn't go to school for math. Oh, wait, hang on. I didn't go to school for alphabet. Algebra. There are weird things like that. Like, if you have to think about how letters flow in the alphabet, it does become a point where you go, oh, I just need to sing the song. And without the song, I can't work out which order X... T and uh, W and R come in. Everyone knows ABC, but you know, that's just that's preschool. Okay, let's quickly judge this this cast of kids. So this is yeah, this is your your hot group of mixed mixed bag teenagers, but they're all oh work the bitch. same. The girl group. who came in popping the gum with the cheetah jacket on. Yes, you are the one. Hot bitch. <laughs> First to die. Wonder how many times they were like, walk in and then blow the bubble gum. And it's just like, oh. Like. Take 265. You don't see people with bubble gum this, these has days. A bobby pin ever, has a bobby pin ever opened a fucking lock like that? It just, it always seems to work so quickly in films. It, that's definitely one of those like stereotypes that the film get wrong. Oh my God, did you see that? She blew a bubble and it blew on her face and it went up her nose and she had to start wiping it off. 
It's for doing what's right. It's got to be a little entertaining. But yeah, you're right. The the bobby pins, you know, like when you get those like X, uh, I don't know, movie snipers or X like code breakers, and they get them to sit down and watch like Hollywood scenes from Hollywood movies, and like how realistic is it? That's one of the things they would pause on and just be like, yeah, nobody uses bobby pins. Yeah, we're with you, Liv. Willie's Wonderland does. All right, let's do this. That and uh, uh, the Fallout games. You a fan of uh, you a fan of Fallout, Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas? Uh, no. Do you know why? Uh, I like the apocalyptic idea. I don't like open world like that, and I don't think the action's interesting, and it doesn't get me at all. So I, I feel nothing for the really? Fallout series. In fact. I like the opening sequence of most of them. That's it. The actual game is really boring to me. Yeah. Uh, well, they use bobby pins to open locks. So I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Why is he cleaning? Was he told to clean? Yeah. So basically, to 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 get them to fix his car because they, you know, this is a place of disarray. They've left it for years, but he's apparently opening it real soon. Isn't um, disarray a singer from the '90s? <laughs> life or life. <laughs> Uh, and the one thing apparently in this film is Nicolas Cage or his character takes being a janitor really seriously like when shit is going down still be clean oh look they're all moving slightly and it's not scary at all (laughs) the middle one is Willy the the Willy Um, (laughs) I'm sure you've met Um, and (laughs) Don't have all the rest of them. <laughs> but yeah, I think the I think the point. See, of this okay, film okay. Is like, point moment missed. He could have opened the door, and at the door, he could have suddenly been surrounded by the models of those creatures, which would have been a lot scarier to just suddenly see them. But just to have them on show and have them slowly move, like, what is this Toy Story? Like, I'm not doing this. Well, I think basically what it's not doing is being good. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, it's it's, it's a crap flicks for a reason. But I I don't think it's going to go down the like uh, the the jump, like the actual Five Nights at Freddy's, like jump scare, like build kind of thing. Like, I think it's going to kick off fairly quickly and it will just be about him being trapped in there and doing what Nick Cage does best and going mental. Oh, that was weird. Do you reckon halfway through he was like, I don't want to do a no-speaking film. <laughs> Look, this is boring. Can you hear me now, Joe? That's the most he said all film. Yeah, I can hear you, yeah. Did the, did the call just cut off for you? No. The hell am I hearing? Is is the film messing with me? What do you mean? I keep I keep hearing like just just then I heard like the the Skype reconnecting noise. Ooh, no, everything's fine on my side. Let me check I'm actually recording though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do recognise that. That's the the sound of a Casio watch going off. Hello. Yeah, I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, here's a me looking for. So yeah, this is just a 
Yeah, so I was just going to say, I think that the, the point of this this film isn't um, jump scary. Going to be like jump scary and these things creeping up. And like, I think it's going to be just like balls to the wall. Uh, hopefully, like action set pieces in the bit. We take action set pieces. The opening scene of the two people running away was them clearly and evidently going up and down the same corridor a bunch of times. <laughs> like, Look, they didn't exactly have a budget for this. <laughs> like one corridor, though, in the opening scene. Well, as as I learned from one of my favourite crap crap flicks, which is going to feature at some point, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, <laughs> Octopus, um, they've got a submarine set, uh, and I just did inverted air quotes there because it's used by the Japanese, the Americans, and like the Russians uh, in the film, and all they do is change the light bulb from blue to green and green to red, and that's it. And it's the ex- it's the exact same control panel. It's the same everything. Go on, do something. See, right now he's just having a stare down with an ostrich. I'm gonna on your face. <laughs> what on earth is happening? Is he fighting this, this enormous is... ostrich? Nicolas Cage is fighting a giant animatronic ostrich. Oh, now he's got cut, so... Oh, now he's pissed. But he's not going to use his words. He's going to use violence. <laughs> Jamie, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> ludicrous. He just snapped his um, janitor's mop in half and is using them like flipping nunchucks. <laughs> As he beats in the skull of an animatronic ostrich. He quickly got over the fact that it's a talking, walking, uh, stuffed ostrich, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't really react. And he's just ripped out his throat. Look at the, look at the, look at how many more electronics there are than there would need to be for that. It's like, oh, for that basic like a membrane. Bitch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it bloody? Why is it bleeding? Is that his blood? Or no, is that oil? Oh, it's oil. Okay. He definitely he definitely got the cut on his uh his cheek, but Is he changing his shirt? Oh he is. <laughs> so right, you, you, you raised this question in Final Destination about like the whole at what point in said horror movie would you think that something was up and how would you react? So in Final Destination talking about okay, maybe it's after the first two deaths after the premonition you'd be like hang on something's up here i think after that one incident there of an animatronic coming to life and you fighting for your life you'd be out of there (laughs) of of course you would i mean i know they locked him in but all the um all the other extras in this film also have that small town you ain't from round these parts, are you? Yeah. Kind of like the hills have eyes vibe. Copy that. How did he get the job? Well, my mama knows his mama. Oh, I'm digging the kind of war plaster on his face and the, the fact he's now <laughs> yeah. carrying an ostrich. What? He's carrying a dismembered ostrich head in a garbage bag. <laughs> 
is not a phrase I thought I'd say today. The styling of his uh, t-shirt looks very um, Adventureland. You've ever seen that? Yes, I was just thinking that. It's the it's that kind of retroy. Yeah, it's having the like the the rimmed edges around the collar and the the sleeves. Yeah, and the kind of color palette is very Adventureland. Good, good shout. Now that I really, really do like that film. I always think it's quite a sleeper, like kind of like indie indie type film mm. with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and um, Kirsten Stewart. Who, yeah, they're actually all right in it. To uh, again, not to shit all over Twilight, but it's got that kind of meandering plot vibe to it. Um, another really good film that I put in a similar category. Have you ever seen a film called The Way Way Back? Oh yes! Oh my god, yes! Great film, um, isn't it? Uh, with the the boy in the water park. Yeah, Sam Rockwell and that lot. I yeah, I'm, I I think I watched both of them the same summer and be like, I'm really into these kind of like yeah. summer indie flicks now, and be like, oh, why don't I grow up in this part of America? Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I mean? They're very linked, aren't they? Oh, mate, if you've got any more recommendations along those lines, um, please, please let me know. I'm a big fan of that style of uh, movie. Yeah. I love that they, like, after literally being attacked by a nine-foot ostrich, he's now just going back to cleaning. (laughs) And the fact that they've given it a cleaning montage of just... Yeah, they've done, like, a a saw, spin around, speed up. Like, this is the same effects that they were using, like, with the guy who was, like, trying to find a combination whilst, like, stepping over broken glass and saw. And this is him literally just cleaning a toilet. But, mate, look how clean the bathroom is now. This guy's a good janitor. Well, he's good because he cleans the place and he kills wild, crazy robot ostriches. Oh my god, I want... Okay, making a prediction. I want him to have just one line and the one line he says right at the very end is like... What's the song? Taking What's the out song? the trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what did you do this, janitor? I took out the trash. It's your birthday. Apparently there's lots of American places like this with these kind of animatronics, like um, like like Chuck E. Cheese and that kind of place where it's like, ugh, where they've got these kind of creepy ass, old school. Yeah, like it's it's definitely a, a product of like the, the 80s or like early 90s that that was like family fun. This is cutting edge Ooh, technology. It's you. Oh, it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday. I, I said, it's party. you, bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, bitch boy. <laughs> Hang on, who did that though? You did that in Final Destination as well. She's like, wasn't the line like going to church or something? And you, you came up with something like, <laughs> or like a lesbian line or something. Like it was so left field. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be literally Nicolas Cage boss fighting these different creatures? Uh, only for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. It's a nice clean bathroom. Freak me out. Oh. Go on. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and now Nicolas Cage is fighting a giant monkey wearing a hat. This isn't too dissimilar to what it feels like to go to a bathroom in Soho. 
getting thrown around by a dirty ape. Attacked by a big hairy thing. When you're just trying to clean the mirror? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Now, go on, I want you to make this euphemism work. Oh, just while you're trying to take a plunge. This is so That's such a great sound effect. Oh my god. <laughs> Just poke him in the face with a plunger. Oh my... Oh, he just curb stomped him on the toilet. Wow, he doesn't hold back, does he? This this guy has got anger issues. I hope he keeps changing his t-shirt. I really want him to. Uh, mate, he's the janitor. He's got... Well, so he just cleaned clean. that bathroom and look at it. Oh, he has. Oh, he is. Yes. Oh, what's that for? Taping up some wounds. He's making a tape corset. He has got a bit of a gut on him in this film. Not that I'm judging. Dad bod, mate. Hey, look, he looks better now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's basically like taping up his corset. So, um, using tape as a corset, so everyone thinks he's hot. I mean, also. Let me make a note of that. <laughs> that yeah. sounds very useful. <laughs> Do you know what the problem is? They're not scary enough. No. I, I, at no point do I think that Nicolas Cage is going to die to any of these. Like, if anything, they should be the ones worried. He's the one who's going to go to town on them. Did In the lore of this film, did anything provoke them coming to life and killing him? Or was he just... Or trying to kill that him? That will or? get explained. Um, when it does, uh, it might be really boring and drawn out. And I don't know if it's better to just have a have a classic crap flicks rant over the top of it. And then I'll just give a very brief cliff notes. Um, <laughs> but I do, I, I do know why things are the way they are. But I, I don't... Oh, so you have seen this? I I did my research. I, I did my research. <laughs> but no, I haven't I haven't actually watched it. I love how much of a psychopath he is that he literally has had two death-defying fights with enormous fluffy robots <laughs> and he's not bothered and he's just cracking on. Go into life with the confidence of Nicolas Cage in this movie. He is a man of routine. He he cleans the place, kills a bot, gets changed, has a drink. What's the what are they place doing here then? What are they doing here? Are they gonna try and rob it? So they basically want to burn it down. Why? Because they I think they all know why it is that this place is what it is. And that's what she was going to do at the beginning, and then she got stopped by the police, um, whatever. But basically, they they all know this is a bad place, and uh, morally it needs to be destroyed. But equally, this town of Bumblescump, this is probably like quite a fun thing to do, just like burning something on a Friday night. So that's why there's so many of them involved. Not yet. That guy's still in there. We gotta get him out first. Imagine yeah, if that's the film. Oven. She's like, sorry, can you leave? We've got to get you out. He's like, okay. And then he leaves, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, that was rude. Hey, look, if you want to be safe, oh my God, that was a dread. <laughs> well, that was rude. It's like they're trying to be the collection of people from the babysitter. I'm sorry, but I'm just not 
okay with letting somebody burn alive in there if we can oh i vaguely know which film you're talking about you know the one with uh samara weaving and have you seen that one i haven't seen it but i vaguely know the, the premise that they're all like a bunch of sadists or satanic yeah, right. uh worshippers or something but they're all like wholesome teens on the outside but psychopath murderers and they're going to babysitting Right. I wonder no, if at any point no in my life I'm going to be crawling through an air vent. Like, if there's going to be any legitimate reason for me to need to do that. Well, I I don't think air vents are that big, mate. Not not that as a any any slight on you in the the slightest. Excuse point. me. If you don't think I have the same stature as this small Mexican girl, I don't know <laughs> who you are. See, and I won't stand for this slander <laughs> over the air. I've been insulted for the last time. Yeah. yeah. But my, my point is, like, she shouldn't be able to flip and fit in this thing. Yeah, that's a fucking enormous vent. Although, I can fit into her thing. No, oh, that just be terrible. No. Scrap that. Uh, edit that out. <laughs> oh no, there's a killer crocodile in the vent. You know, you know what it is, Joe? It's the... You're right. There's absolutely nothing at stake in this movie. You don't feel like any of them are a threat, and it also kind of doesn't help that they all just look like actors in costumes. So you can understand Nicolas Cage just beating like he's actually just beating a bunch of like mascots up, and those are like typically uh, very very short short people like around five footish or so to fit into like you know there's like mickey mouse and mini costumes you see at like disneyland i've waited so long for a girl to play with <sighs> want to see my tree hat oh not today girlfriend <laughs> Right, that's a little bit creepy. She's being attacked by a Tim Burton animation. <laughs> Helen the Bonnet Carter's worst nightmare. Or maybe it's her. Stop spinning around, that'll help. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like either this is a bad trip or I'm, I'm about to vomit. We gotta go after her. I'm out this bitch, y'all playing. Whoa, 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 Bobby. What? Are y'all serious right now? We supposed to go in there and get killed too? What, you wanna stay here? We gotta do something. No, I actually wanna leave and I thought y'all might want to also, but I don't care. Fine, I'll go. No, no, I'll well, go. Well, he's the no sensible way. one. Stop, stop. This is Liv we're talking about. Move out of the way. What? No. She no. is she is dreadful. Hey, hey, whoa, hey. I think she was only cast for one reason. She's good at bubblegum, yeah. <laughs> bubblegum and bubble butts. Bubble butts. Bubble butts. That's a pretty big bubble butt. Who created this mess? Don't lick it, weirdo. 
Hey, you're talking to me, right? What? <laughs> what? How did that happen? We gotta get you out of here. I stabbed that bitch, but that was. Did she just fall down from the ceiling on top of him? Really soft. How can we creatively get her into the shot? I know. Drop her from the roof. <laughs> Let's just throw her off camera. I mean, she's that arguably the creepiest of them, but she's still rubbish. We split up, and as soon as we find Liv and this janitor dude, we're out. That is also what, such a bad green screen. Or just like, okay, thank you. Yeah, a, like that looks just like a, a background that's just like painted else. two feet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is not <laughs> like the night those sky. stars. It's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like horizon's literally like ridiculously a, a hand painted low. backdrop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have something in mind? Hell yeah, we do. Wow, okay. Maybe this film doesn't have any budget. What your dream girl got us up here doing. And now we probably all getting fucked up because of it. Bobby. What? So who, who do you think's the most likable of no, this group? None of them. Including the girl. Bobby. Fine. Well, it's definitely not her. She she's gonna die. When are you getting it through your thick ass skull, huh? Kissing that ass ain't gonna get you that ass, playboy. <laughs> How dare you? His face is like so butthurt about it, yeah. Oh, she's blowing the gum again. Drink every time she blows her gum. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a minor convenience. Well, they went through the ceiling. Are you joking? They all went through the ceiling. Oh, conveniently landed in the ball pit. Oh god, that's that's a thing of yesteryear. You're not going to have ball pits in this COVID day and age, are you? Wait, what are you guys doing here? Oh you ever been to one of those ball pit bars like Bully Bolson? I thought we all agreed you were supposed uh, to be outside and help. I've I've really wanted to go to Bully Bolson. Never went. I did go to like a similar concept, but not as fun uh, art exhibition at the Tate Modern, or one of the Tates or the Hayward Gallery or something. But that was with like giant balloons. But now I have always really wanted to just be drunk in a bully bullison type of bull pit Seriously? and get up to shenanigans. Wait a second. Wasn't there eight of them? Oh, that's badass. We're all friends and take it. Yum. Oh, this is good. We're connecting. We're, we're sharing our feelings. Uh, this kind of quirky, peppy main girl is kind of annoying. I think I basically, I think you could just cut all of these characters, maybe even cut a bit of the 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 townsfolk, and just literally just have Nicolas Cage cleaning this place, fighting a monster, cleaning this place, fighting a monster, cleaning this place, fighting a monster, and then done. Yeah, I haven't yet worked out a reason as to why it makes sense for them to be there. I also don't know why the animatronics only go one at a time and then sometimes just go back and pretend like nothing's happening. Like, he clearly knows, and they all clearly know. Everybody knows these things are alive and killer. So why aren't they all just, like, beating them up with sticks? And why did right he now? just stop her from stabbing the girl in the head? Yeah. And it all starts with this horrible place you know 
Willies may seem like a happy-go-lucky child's play place, but it's okay. I think it's I think it's creepier as a park that's not supposed to be creepy than it is trying to be creepy. Do you know what I mean? Like, so that is Willie. Jerry was one of okay. Most sick and sadistic serial killers. Jerry spent most of the time cultivating similar sickos. I mean, these were the most depraved people you could ever imagine. So they all get turned into monsters, yeah. So the so the reverse on um, the reverse on Five Nights at Freddy's is similar-ish premise, but basically there's the there's a, a, a guy or a serial killer who basically was luring kids uh, in the Five Nights at Freddy's Fazbear Pizza place and killing them in like the back room and hiding the bodies and then eventually he gets caught but all the 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 souls of those kids then get trapped in the animatronics and that's kind of what brings them to life but in this it's the it's kind of the opposite basically all of the series so this is apparently a place that only hires serial killers all of them um have done all these murders they're the ones who as you're about to see um are, are in the animatronics Performed a satanic so not the victims, ritual. but the actual killers themselves. Instead of surrendering, the killers decided to take their own lives. Those familiar with satanic rituals speculate. God, this is literally like a long monologue of exposition, isn't it? It's like, I told you. Like, I, to I, tell I told you. you we need this. Let me singing. give you all the back history right now, because we're too lazy to be bothered to write it any other way. Oh yeah, like and again, like I, I think it would maybe have done better if like it didn't overly reveal too much of this, and again, just just cut to the core basics. It's, it's Nicolas Cage fighting a bunch of uh, shitty creatures in ever increasingly hilarious fashion. <laughs> this this kind of big monologue in the towards the middle of the second act um, reminds me of uh, oh, what's it called? I want to call it something like Pandorum. There's a there's a space film that's got uh, a couple of people that you recognise in it, and it's really creepy. Like people wake up in a in a spaceship, and they don't, and they've got like they've got like memory loss, and Ooh, it's really creepy. And the tension is amazing. It builds up really well. It actually genuinely is quite scary. And then they just pause the entire film for a good 20 minutes while someone bothers to explain the whole backstory plot twist no one needs to know the backstory of a of a of this <laughs> of this situation of this mess like okay the robots are alive cool like i don't need to know why i don't need to know how it's bullshit anyway don't worry about it just like final destination 3 worked because they got what they were doing they gave it like one or two lines of dialogue and they're over you know they weren't like guys like it was like it didn't didn't happen Inter interesting thought on that though because I, th I think it was it was mentioned but i don't think we speculated too much on it and you know now would be a good time to do that because nothing's happening although sexy time um nothing's happening could final destination 3 do that because it had the first two films building up the concept and therefore it was very much like you know what this is we're just going to get straight into it yeah but i mean this has a blatant ripoff of five nights of freddy's being the concept they could have just run off that like who's watching this and not getting that it's a ripoff yeah. But I do get your point. It's easier when it's not the first in a series. Although, funnily enough, I don't think this will turn into a franchise. Yeah, something about <laughs> this seems like a one-off. Yeah. Some of the, something about this doesn't oh, seem very free. good. She's got a bit of a Brittany Murphy-ish quality to her face. She That's does a bit. 
Oh, would you do this? No. They know what this is as well, don't they? They know what this place is. How 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 far would you go? What's what's the, the creepiest place you would be willing to uh, publicly have sex in without being like, okay, this is no, this is just weird. Like, would you do it in the graveyard? No, uh, no. Uh, I would do it and have done it in th- places like the cinema if it's really like sparsely populated. And about the back, yeah. But I wouldn't. I couldn't. Oh, I've done it on the beach, but that's Jersey. Everyone does it on the beach. Um, okay. In a car. I don't know. Would you do it in an actual theme park? I don't know. Like where? Like if you went on like where, the though? haunted, <laughs> the haunted house ride, or like the love boat, or something. I don't know. Just a mirror maze. Do it in a mirror maze. Mirror maze, what, and then what like ride some kids lasts like, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What what ride lasts long enough? <laughs> Why are they watching this knowing full well that it's horrendous? I mean, that thing's got claws that can reach them from there. He only has to take one swipe and he'll take all of their necks. So the, this is the, this the, the literally final four minutes of filler. <laughs> Uh, the, the final part of that exposition was all the criminals killed themselves. They then possessed the the creatures. Oh, and that guy just got stabbed. Oh, there you um, go. Someone's actually dead. They decided to reopen the restaurant for some reason. They kept killing. They then closed the restaurant, but then they kept killing people in town. And then they basically made a deal with Willie, the main guy, which is uh, like, look, we'll basically keep you guys happy by getting you random strangers from the road, a la Nick Cage, the janitor as long as you don't come and murder our townsfolk and stay in the uh, Willy's Wonderland. Oh, I see. And apparently that's, and that's why Nicolas Cage has been trapped in there. But now he's just enjoying another can of delicious soda. I don't understand why they, they are in the know. This isn't like a, a typical situation where <laughs> so a group weird. of kids just stumble across <laughs> something. They know the story here. They know what's, what's going to happen. Yeah, they will stand they in front of... They knew the story of... before they went in. Oh, brilliant. Like, Look at their lame sex. No one's enjoying that. Definitely never done it before. Also, also pretty much fully clothed. Which, which, which creepy thing is left? Oh, is that Crocodile Man? Why are you stopping? Has that thing always been here? Bro, that thing been in every single room we've been in. It's on the wall right now. Come on, baby. I'm also pretty certain they're just dry humping. <laughs> what is with this music? It's staring at us. Well then let's give it a show. What you talking about? And get into it. This is so weird. Why have they all split up as well? Oh, because um, rookie mistake. Dumb, dumb horror movie decisions. <laughs> oh, this guy's fucked. Yeah, he's literally just—he literally just abandoned her to the guy who's actually got a giant. Freaking swords, uh, Camelot. 
Nicholas Cage looks like he's fucking the machine more than the guy looked like he was fucking the girl. Exactly. He's putting way more effort into that. They're all terrible friends. <laughs> I can't think of a single... I could watch this on my own in a house in the middle of nowhere where all the lights had cut out and where I'd already been spooked once that evening and I wouldn't find it scary. I might make a bold call, Joe. I might, I might say we, we cut it. No, we've got, we've got 12 minutes, God damn it. You, you, you want your 12 minutes? Yeah, well, I don't need to know what happens. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but... Uh, so yeah, again, all the all the townsfolk are in on this. So if they're saying, "Oh, you need to come over and fix this place," yeah, up, they're like, "No, nope, we don't fuck that. with that." People made their beds; they got a lie in them. Pretty sure the saying is "protect and serve, sheriff." <laughs> Judge your mouth, smart guy. You're not funny. What do you think was the point of the the part where she like tethered the girl to the desk? Other than to show that she's a bit of a badass. Um, some twisted protection. Is he not dead yet, this guy? No, they're just fucking with him. She's getting her rocks off on the trampoline, apparently. Oh, and him. <laughs> well, he's dead now. Oh, breaks over Nicolas Cage, back to work. <laughs> That's it. He only cares about them when he has to work and they're messing up his, like... Yeah, here we go. This is this is what I want to see more of. <laughs> Nicolas Cage beating up a bunch of poor extras in costumes. <laughs> Here's the bit I don't get. He's recognised that the, the puppets will come to life. Why doesn't he just take them all out immediately? Yeah, he's so, he's he's so casual, not just by the fact that it comes to life, but so casual about the threat. That he's like, you know, I'll just deal with this one on, one by one on my own time. How much do you reckon Nicolas Cage got paid for this? Oh, I reckon quite a disgusting amount, probably. Do you reckon this was made by someone who's like such a Nicolas Cage fan? They were like, we just need a way to get him into our film. I definitely reckon it's one of those things that, like, without him, it would have been, like, almost non-heard of. And then it, they, they, they somehow have the, the contact or the chance encounter. He reads it and it's like, oh, this is amazing. I'm signing on. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, this is this is it. This is this is going to make us. We've got Nicolas Cage. And then he's like, yeah, but I still, you know, I'm not doing this for free. And they're like, ooh. So it's probably ruins them because they probably had to spend all of their profit, if there is any. Fuck did it go? On his uh, salary. Hang on, so do they know or do they not know? I, I... I think they do know. They all know this place is fucked up. Um, and I, d I don't think they're in the main room when the other guy died. Because they'd already gone off to sh smooch and shag. 
But um, yeah, that, you wouldn't just start doing it. Oh, there's the same corridor, yeah. <laughs> it, it actually is. It actually is. What was that fake door moment? Oh, I can't. Was that door CG'd that he just took off the hinges with one kick? It's got to be like something that Nicolas Cage is actually this, this psychopath. Because he only gets pissed off when they make a mess. He doesn't care about the teens. He doesn't care about their life. <laughs> Look at them go! He's just bitch slapping this crocodile. There is literally no peril in this film. You know? Oh, he, kill he kills them so brutally as well. Like, even though it's all like, yeah, that's oil and stuff, it's quite visceral. And now he has to go and change his shirt. Imagine reading the script to this film. He like, <laughs> he like marks off his lines, it's like, grunts once, leaves room. I reckon he didn't even read the script. I think he just said, I don't want to say anything. I'm just, just, I'm just going to play pinball and occasionally get into a fight. And they're like, that's, that's all we need you to do. Classic, completely unaffected girl. That's creepy. Hi, little boy. You're so mean to me. They call me ugly, and they make fun of my colorful skin. I'm trapped in this body. I just want to be free. I guess I don't expect you to believe me. I hope that you were different. <laughs> don't try and make these things have any humanity. You... I'm Chris. Trust me, Chris. You know you can. <laughs> in what way would you trust this fucking talking weird freak <laughs> do you know what it looks like it looks like a really bad like kids paper mache project of trying to do like a self portrait when you were in primary school help you get to the next life god it's true evil has kept me here you must have questions <laughs> I can tell you so much about the other side I can answer all <laughs> That thing is just idiot. This is so drugs, this whole thing. I was going to say, when they were doing that shot earlier of just her spinning around, was it? But these are just punk kids, right? What, vandalizing? It does, it does love flashing lights, this film. It's not the kids. You're right, it had the, it had the lighting director from the Saw movies. The dancing rat? This has got to have been made for about two pounds. Okay. I reckon I reckon I reckon Nicolas Cage did it as a friend as a favour to a friend or something. I bet he didn't even get Just paid for it. See in town we knew what was happening at Willie's. We knew more exposition. We bellowed to the high heavens. Do you wanna call it? No one believed it. It it might be five minutes of exposition. Yeah, all right, go on then. 
Calling it now. 55 minutes. I can't that believe... That was Willy's Wonderland. I can't believe that we've watched this film as a complete, like, bookend to the fact that, as you say, a few pod... Well, a fair few podcasts ago, I mentioned in passing that Five Nights at Freddy's never was a big thing, and you were like, it definitely was. I think that's crazy that we're now watching this. Oh, I love this podcast. I mean, they 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 they've got it bugged, Joe. They heard that N- Nicholas Cage, uh, long time long time fan. Uh, thanks uh, thanks for tuning in, Nick. I had uh, he, I had no heard, I, and, uh, <laughs> I had no idea this film existed, and now I know why. Neither but, did like, I. What what did you do? Search Five Nights at Freddy's film or something? No, it literally um, there's like a bunch of random. Um, uh, I mean, I'm subscribed to so so much so much different stuff on on YouTube, and that's everything from uh, you know MMA podcasts to kind of like pop culture, um, kind of news roundups to obviously lots of lots of gaming channels and stuff. That's kind of my my biggest jam. And then you know you just get caught watching uh, rabbit holes of cat videos. Um, but there's uh, just just some like horror horror movie. Um, youtube uh channels that i follow and they kind of either discuss certain n- new movies or kind of do um you know like the the one i sent you as well like the whole kind of like how to survive the saw films and uh like channels kind of like that um and i just kind of dip in and out and i just saw one that was like talking about this like willie's wonderland i was like oh, okay and i was like oh, nicholas cage oh, okay it's like oh it's like five nights at freddy because they got animal choice i was like what i've not heard of this and yeah 2021 if it's made on the shoestring budget must have been made pretty pretty promptly overnight it doesn't strike me as something that's been in the works for ages and nick cage is doing tours of the world uh promoting um no yeah i mean let, let's be real a blatant flagrant ripoff of five nights at freddy's um so this is the thing the five nights at freddy's movie has been in the works for ages and has lost directors and is it may be cancelled i couldn't get a definitive yay or nay but it's it's been because Five Nights at Freddy's as a franchise is absolutely huge from a, a single bed developer, Scott Cawthorn. He has, well, I don't know how many millions he's made, but he's proper, proper loaded, loaded now. It's a whole big, um, like I said, video games, um, lots of loads of books, like even like coloring activity books and things like it's got such like a widespread of media. It was inevitable it was going to get a TV or a film deal but apparently they've really struggled getting the animatronics right or i don't know if it's the problem in this film like actually making them scary or how do you get the core jump scare mechanic to work in a film where you know want do it once and twice and then it's done so right, but this, just been sat this around is, the problem so, with this film is that there's no jump scares even the things that are no. supposed to be jump scare-ish aren't jump scares. I didn't want. But that's because they French. probably went. We can't do that. Yeah, well, that's crazy. Because if you're not doing you know that, what? then you're no, not no doing anything. No one's got a anything. trademark. Like, it, what annoys me about this is there is potential, even in the stupidness of it, to make it a good movie. And they've made a really lazy bullshit movie. Right? They've gone. They've yeah. taken some very generic characters, barely fleshed out any of them, so you don't invest in any single one of them. All of them are terrible. Literally, Nick, Nicolas Cage saying nothing has the best backstory and character arc. I think it just shows you that having a main protagonist that says nothing is bullshit. Because or like, in if, a game, it works because you are the person. In a film, yeah. you've got nothing to connect to with this person. Like, I can't think of a single 
off the top of my head, I can't think of a single film where the protagonist says nothing and I am invested. No, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, happen. Did uh, Ryan Gosling say much in Drive? Oh, he did was he quiet, but he did talk a bit, right? Like He talked a bit. And so... But the the concept itself is stupid, but it could have been done in a really fun way. And I think all it would take is a bit of a bit of a better writer on the characters. Give them some deaths that had a little bit more originality. Like chuck in some actual jump scares. Like they the the one scene just, just, the just one to, scene where the girl was like kind of playing around with the girl in the in the foresty bit. That was kind of cool. But like if it was more of it like that, but then they just Oh, I feel like they just wasted time. Do you know what it is? They went, look, we got Nick Cage on board. We've got these great ideas for him beating up these animatronics and they'll be so stupid and silly, but also like really cool and, and violent. And they fixated so much on that. And, you know, to be fair, those are the most enjoyable parts. They then went, oh, those last for about 30 seconds a piece. How do we fill in the, the other hour and a half of an actual film and realize, like you said, they have no supporting characters with dialogue with story arcs with anything at stake with a really uh convoluted backstory that's been poorly uh told and you know also kind of a bit unnecessary to go to that detail okay okay Um, here's a question oh here's a challenge for you which is something that we used to do right at the start oh how do we fix it yeah give me a better version of this film Okay, uh, uh, there's got to. I, I still think keep the the Nicolas Cage janitor element of it, but cut the whole backstory that he's like a stranger who's wandered into town, and cut the fact that like the town are in on it, and like try and trap people there to appease the the criminal demon spirits, whatever. Cut all of that crap. Uh, it's still an establishment that is like it's known to be creepy, but like there's no actual proof, and it starts off a bit more. Like um, uh, with with a group of like a well written group of teens, not as many as that. A bit more until dawn style, who kind of like breaking into this place to have a bit of a laugh. They're not there to like burn it down or anything. They're just there to like check out the creepy abandoned animatronic pizzeria, and then things like aren't quite right, and they start noticing stuff, and it builds and builds and builds. And Nicolas Cage's janitor is like there's some the backstory to him is that he's always been there basically keeping these things in check and like you know he's called like an, an eternal struggle um that he's like fighting them to kind of like rest keep them in like their souls rested but he, he never can quite kill them or whatever uh but like it's his like it's life goal that he always has to do it. and eventually he gets brought into the picture or something to save these teens because they wake up the spirits again and they fuck with the place or um and then eventually he'll beat them somehow. See, for me... That, that already sounds like I'm making it more complicated than it should be. For me, to fix this film, you need to lose the Nicolas Cage character. Because for me, although I appreciate there is some kind of badassery effort when you can see someone taking out these animatronics like that, when you don't have a character that can emote and show fear, you can't feel anything other than kind of mild boredom at the situation because because he's not bothered and if he's not bothered i'm not bothered like you need to your 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 protagonist since the beginning and your protagonist needs to be kind of your vessel into the film right so i would cut out nicholas cage completely sorry nicholas cage (gasps) and i would have sorry sorry long-term fan please still listen and i would have 
the person who has to occupy this place overnight be, I don't know, a kid from juvie or a kid doing some kind of time or it's some, some, some reason why a younger person who's a little bit more vulnerable has to be in that situation. Suddenly put someone with a bit more vulnerability in there and give it a bit more of the Five Nights at Freddy's Edge where things slowly start to happen and when things slowly start yeah. moving. That, I mean, really even though the pacing was shocking, as soon as he walks in there, they're kind of moving around and stuff. Like, give it a bit of that, am I imagining this? Is this a trick of the light? Like, what's going on? That kind of vibe to it. And I've seen a lot of films do that pretty well. Have you ever seen um, Ghost Stories, the film? Uh, not the film. I vaguely remember seeing the play, but that could be something completely different. You know, I think it was the same play, the one in London with the three stories. Um, so one of them is about a security guard who uh, is uh, hears some noises on the radio and, and goes around and explores this big warehouse. And eventually these things start kind of moving and tricking his eyes and stuff. When you build up suspense like that, that's what will get you. But so, so, we, so I would have, I would have had the pacing, I would have cut out the external group of people so there isn't anyone else. You don't need them. Their deaths were pointless anyway. And just make it about this person, make it more of a psychological thing about this person potentially thinking they're losing their mind in this really creepy old retro like thing where maybe they can read up or like investigate and look into the back history of of of, of the the place and kind of the serial killer stuff, but just kind of freaking themselves out on their own. I think that would be a better film. Because it's you're, you're, you're like the setting is like cool in terms of like you can do something with that. That's what I mean. It's kind of like an exam question where it's like here's some parts, turn it into something better. Where you know it's almost like you've got ten points to to try and tell me ten marks to try and make this a better story. Because <laughs> I feel like there wow. are some components in here that work, and they're just some of it's just absolute toss, isn't it? <laughs> You, absolute toss. What a what a description. What a review. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland, absolute toss. Um, well, I think you definitely get like, you know, almost eight, nine out of ten for your your exam question there, Joe. I think you, Thank you, very much. you know, you, you're, you're trimming back the, the 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 crap, but trying to keep up what what is potentially good at its core um, in terms of like that that retro that retro setting and the potential creepy horror animatronics. Without you know, if this was a Five Nights at Freddy movie, it could maybe do a bit more license with it but i'm sure they were i'm sure they knew that that existed they're having to be very careful to not make it that and i think maybe that's the problem that that's quite a thriller more thriller horror tension suspenseful kind of genre and they went but you know if we put they went in this and we have like yeah. ridiculous action we can't be accused of plagiarism on that and that's how they've gotten away with it but at the same time it's that mesh that doesn't quite work but what it does do is it gives me from the beginning yeah about them we're not it gives me hopes it. that an actual five nights of freddy movies could be quite fun and meaning you know what maybe one day we'll do that on this podcast I think we have to have to now. We've 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 picked it up too much now to be like, right, this this could work, so someone has to do it. And if that doesn't work, Joe, then we're gonna have to make it work. He kind of tries to plagiarize something but ultimately misses the entire point. <laughs> like for me. And Nick Cage is just like yeah, whatever. Because also, uh, plot twist, in, in Five Nights at Freddy's, unless the later games are different, I remember the first game, the second one of them startles you, that's it, you're dead. So it's like, you you don't fight them. There's no fighting of them. Like, 
And no. as soon as you start to fight them, they lose all of their shock value. Like the point, the, the Five Nights at Freddy's game was was like alerting because they suddenly pop out and they like have these big wild eyes and they're right in your face and it's like quite a lot of like you know colors and blah, like in your face at once. So of course that's going to startle you. But if you stop to look at them Sensory and try and punch them in the face, you're not bothered. Um, so speaking of, and that's not the end bothered, of that chapter. Yeah, and the end of that chapter. How do you think this movie <laughs> yeah. ends, Joe? Oh God. Um, well, the, all the kids die. Um, maybe not the girl for reasons, although I'm not bothered either way if she does. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was about as much effort as they put into the script. So I'll accept reasons. Yeah. He obviously <laughs> lives. Cause let's be real. Um, they, they kill all of the, they kill all of the animatronics. Maybe one of them gets away and that open. That's like sequel bait or something, but either way, most, yeah, it's, it's it's all good. It's nearly over. You know, like it's they, they get there. He leaves town, barely says anything. Maybe he has one cursory line at the end that's like a, you know, almost like a catchphrase, and then he's then he's out. That's what I think happens. What happens, Joe? I think that is pretty much ten out of ten. Is it <laughs> literally? Which again shows how crap this film is. Literally, eventually he decides like he will just kill all of them, and he does with ease. Like. None of them, like, like he gets maybe like one more tiny wound uh, from from Willie, and that's that's it. He absolutely destroys all of them brutally. Um, you're right; only the the young girl uh, survives. Uh, he gets his car back at the end. Uh, she drives off with him. I don't know about the zippy one liner. I'd have to watch all the way to the end. I really hope it's like I took out the trash. Uh, that would maybe save the film for me, just just because I thought of the line. Um, and yeah, one of the, the ballerina one, he didn't rip out her, like whatever motherboard throat thing. And she's there at the end and she, she randomly blows up like the, the, the Texan, the Texans guy car when he comes back to see the dead body or, and return the car from the, the shop. Cause he, he didn't think he'd lived. Yeah. She randomly attacks those guys and blows up the car. But it's kind of done in a way that's like, oh, she survived. But at that point, Nicolas Cage is long gone. So, yeah, who gives a fuck? Oh, my God, I absolutely <laughs> nailed it then. <laughs> you did. And speaking of nailing, the crap flicks and chill. Uh, uh, um, not Nicolas Cage. <laughs> um, I pick the guy. Even with his dad bought. No, yeah. I pick the guy who gets stabbed by the knight for literally slim pickings, the one of the only ones left kind of like if you didn't say he got stabbed by the night i wouldn't have been able to tell you who any of the other guys were yeah yeah exactly i think there was like four or five of them and they all blended into one. yeah that was actually how bland they all were that they all looked completely different but yeah they're all so boringly written they all seem the same yeah, you're right. They were all very, like very distinctly visually cast so that they could appear diverse, and yet the writing made them all seem like one generic bland teen. Also, the most un speaking of chill, the most unthrilling sex scene I've ever seen in my life. Got to be the well, worst she, one I've she ever gets, seen. She gets my chill award just for partially seeing. So good tits. But, um, yeah, but but worst sex scene I've ever seen on film cast. or TV. Ooh. Now that is a new category of chill uh, when it comes to crap flicks and chill. It was awful. Oh, name a worse yeah, sex I wasn't scene. at all. Even the one from Showgirls looks good in comparison. Oh god, <laughs> and she's dreadful in that. 
flailing around like a banshee. It wouldn't surprise me if that was like Elizabeth Barkley turned up in, in this and like, okay, you're here to play one of the animatronics. Oh, you don't need a costume. <laughs> oh, Just reenact the pool scene. Thank you. Shots fired. Throwing shade. Um, that was Crap Fix and Chill, Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, I suppose I'm signing off, aren't I? God, I don't even need to do this, do I usually? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was uh, that was Craplix and, and Chill, uh, and that was uh, Willy's Wally's Willy's Wonderland. Um, <laughs> can't even remember. Um, yeah. So if you like this, if you like this podcast, uh, please do uh, you know uh, subscribe up. Uh, make sure you're uh, telling friends about us. Uh, send uh, send us emails to uh, crapflixpodcast at gmail dot com uh, and follow us on Insta and Twitter. Um, Jamie posts some very cool uh, motion motion episode art uh, i'm gonna call it oh, uh, as of as of the start of season two and i always quite i personally always quite like seeing what he does with it um i'd be really interested to see what he does for this one um, <laughs> just a pile of poo <laughs> yeah, yeah uh i if i would not that we ever do this but if i was to try if i was asked if I was to recommend watching this film i would say absolutely the fuck not if you've watched this if you've listened to this even that's enough Please do not fund this film. No one likes it. <laughs> but still keep listening to us. Yes, but still keep listening to us. Anyway, until next time, my loves, uh, goodbye and good night. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>